and welcome guys to another episode of Mind Over Matter Talks. We are your hosts. I'm Marcia, inspirational speaker, author, mentor and mother. And my name is Kai. I'm a motivational author and a creative entrepreneur. Well, this week, what are we going to talk about, Kai? We've got a really interesting topic, and I think it is going to be quite uh, interesting, juicy, um, and just eye-opening, because we've got a lovely special guest uh, who has done some amazing things, and uh, we're going to dive into the entrepreneurial mindset. That's you know, right. there's many of us... Uh, in different situations, but thinking about starting a business or already starting businesses and finding ways to be creative, especially right yeah, now. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to have somebody on talking about some fantastic platforms they've created, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, as you say, being an entrepreneur is something that I've done for a number of years and, and also yourself and, and a lot of people in our networks currently are entrepreneurs. Um, but it's certainly not an easy road, um, mm. but one that I would never change. Um, and we do have the pleasure of the wonderful Chanel Critchlow, who is the founder of um, the UK Entertainment Awards. Um, and we're very honoured to have her on the show today. Thank Welcome. You. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Pleasure. So, Chanel... Yeah. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So my name is Chanel Critchlow. I am the founder of the UK Entertainment Awards, um, which is an award show that puts light on people in the UK, in the entertainment industry, that doesn't usually get recognised by mainstream platforms. Um, mm. And we cover a lot of entertainment. So it's not just music. It's also actors, personalities, and people that do stuff on social media. Um, also, as well, those who have paved the way um, from years back, we, we look at those as well. And we look at people that have done stuff within the community. We award those people as well. Um, and directors, music producers, it just, the list goes on really. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, that's a real melting pot. Yeah, it's really good. And um, I started the award show in 2014. So this year will be seven years wow. running this platform. And so what made you what made you get into that? You know, are you an entertainer yourself? Or is that just something you've always been passionate about? It's something that I've been passionate about. I started the award show because I was, um, I like to entertain anyway, like even if it's in my house, I like to do like throw little parties and whatnot. And um, basically I started this platform called Productive Promotions. And it was about people that had started their own business and just like a platform where, you know, they were able to showcase and have stores and we're just all in one place. And then from there, I started to have talent shows. And one day I had this talent show and it was really good. And I was just looking and thinking, oh, my gosh, these people are so talented, but they're unknown and mm -hmm. they'll probably never, not never at that point, be recognised at, you know, the big mainstream platforms. And um, when I first started it, I did start it with a friend of mine um, and she was doing poetry. And then we was like, you know what, why don't we do a talent? Like, why don't we do an award show? It was so random. And literally, I think we decided in like 
August 2014. I put this talent show together in a few months and had it in November wow. 2014. So no real experience, but just seeing a gap um, in the market, you know, and giving people the opportunity to be awarded early in their career as well. Because mm. it's quite hard in the entertainment industry, especially, you know, if you're a musician, you're putting in so much work and you just yeah. never get recognised. It's just like, you know, I, I've spoken yeah. to a lot of people and they've just either given up or, you know, just continue to go. But it's almost like a chore. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing and I can definitely relate to that because I am also uh, a musician Mm -hmm. and uh, that's actually what brought me to the UAE but in the UK I've released um, independent singles and done you know video shoots and promotion and all of that stuff and I actually have this conversation with Marcia because we met here and you know the UAE entertainment and music industry is is completely different, you know, with regards to like royalties and permissions and things that you can do here compared to, you know, the Western setup. Yeah. And it is, you know, as a passion, it's something that you can creatively pour into constantly. But sometimes it is, you know, you do sometimes feel like, you know, what are you doing it for, you know? So thankfully, I've, I've been able to uh, recognise that I do have many, many talents. But I, I love that with yourself and your friend that started it, you were able to find something that you were passionate about and then see a gap in the market and then put that forward so Mm. how have you managed with regards to creating the awards ceremony uh, sorry the award show uh not having that experience before (laughs) how did you get into just saying I'm gonna start an awards platform Mm. yeah do you know what it was it's crazy because sometimes you know people think you know you have to go college or you have to go university and sometimes you just have a creative mind and I think that I'm just very creative um mm. starting the award show obviously it was um easier because it was me and my friend who who was doing it but she's no longer um involved so it's just myself now um, wow. yeah so that journey was quite hard so I think when we both started it together because um she was doing it for about two years with me um so it was easier because we were bouncing off each other feeding ideas off each other and then obviously you know then doing it by myself um it was quite difficult but um putting on the award show I think it's just you know you put on one and then you just find things that okay we could have done could do this better could do that better and it just gets better and better each year and as well you just get feedback off of the artists or people that have attended um and then just put those into action so yeah wow you sound quite positive and that's beautiful to hear you know of course you're seven years in but Mm -hmm. you know did you always see yourself as somebody that had a business mind or an entrepreneurial mindset when you were first starting? No. <laughs> because, to be fair, I I know myself. I am one of those people that will have an idea and will probably do it for two years and then be like, okay, mm. that's for now. So with the award show, I did give myself five years. I said, right, I'm giving myself five years and then after that, I'm done. <laughs> and then I'll go into something else. But it's just the positive feedback from the nominees, especially in the winners where they're yeah. so great when they're giving their speech and they're crying or they're so grateful or sometimes you know they'll go up there and they'll say I was going to give up this year but this award show has kept me going and then in my head I'm like damn I wanted to give up this year 
and you know you just you just can't because it's something that we're doing that no one else is doing so there's of there's a lot of award shows out there however um I think the more award shows the better because then you have more of a chance to win in an award you know yeah yeah I mean that's that's really poignant point that you've you've made there Chanel which is when you're making a difference on a larger scale um you know it's not just about you it's 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 beyond yourself and I you know as you've said that you probably didn't ever imagine that it would be you know (laughs) the scale that it is um but to know that you're making that impact on on the greater collective it's amazing and you know yeah be commended for that yeah and I think you know especially the music industry and and entertainment you know there's so many smoke and mirrors to make it you know as big as it is and have the smoke and mirrors to make the I don't know the gloss on the whole industry you know but it's Mm -hmm. you know I think for many people they don't think as big as creating an award show so well done for even thinking that you can do it and continuing on you know to showcase and and just put a spotlight on those you know comedians and artists and singers and and everyone in between basically yeah Yeah, for sure takes for sure yeah it takes a lot to put on the glitz and the glam for everyone to applaud afterwards you know of course and I mean you know that being said um Kai you know again Chanel um we know that you've been very successful you've highlighted that to us and to our audience um Mm. but of course, I'm sure that was not without challenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, what, what, what kind of challenges have you faced along the way? And, you know, how have you overcome or at least, um, you know, work through some of the challenges that you've been faced with? Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up that point because I think in the entertainment industry and especially on social media, everything is glitz and glams but no one doesn't know what goes behind that social media account or behind that person. Um, It's been very challenging. And the challenges that I've had is like financial challenges. Um, Yeah. You know, I've had to take out money from my own pocket. Um, Mm -hmm. And as well, I think when you're taking money out from your own pocket, it's, I think when I started the award show, the first and second year it was in like, small um venues and then I remember the third year it was at the map someone took me to the Marriott Hotel and um my friend Kat took me there and she said yeah this would be a perfect place and when they showed me the bill I was like what (laughs) (laughs) and then but it's like oh you know you want to progress bigger but you know you've kind of got to stay in your lane you don't want to go big and then go back small if that makes sense yeah and you know I just kept on praying and just talking to myself and thinking what should I do what should I do and then just that faith bold like light just came up in my head and just thought you know what just have faith go ahead go and do it and it will be fine and it was the most scariest thing to give over um, you know a large sum of money um in the third year especially but it worked out. People bought tickets. They loved the venue. It all worked out. But you know, the finance side is is the is the scary part. Not um sometimes not getting sponsorship. You know, you rely on sponsorships, and there's years where people like sometimes don't respond to emails, or you know, can't give as much as as we need. So there's that financial difficulty there as well, and also as well time as well you know obviously you know working my nine to five putting on this award show it's so much pressure and just just finding the balance 
as well because obviously this means so much to me but then my nine to five pays my bills of course. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just finding that balance and also as well you know um finding balance with family and going out because there, there is a point when I do put on the award show you probably won't see me from September yeah. <laughs> I'm not going yeah. now I'm not and you know just putting your life on hold I think people don't see that um, I love traveling. I love going on holiday. But there was one point, I think there was one year, I was like, well, I can't go on holiday because I've got to do the award show. So sacrificing what I like and what I want for, for my business, um, that can also be stressful as well. And being up late at night as well, you know, mm. enough sleep. It, it is very, very challenging, but it's also very rewarding. You know, thank you for being so transparent. And I love that you even touched on finances because I wasn't sure if that was something that we should, you know, get into. But, Mm -hmm. you know, money, of course, is very imperative to starting or maintaining a business or even just a lifestyle. So the fact that you've mentioned, you know, having a nine to five, you know, as an artist and and, and many people in the entertainment industry don't always make that available information because it's like they want to have the quote unquote facade or the the layer that it's like you know this is my business this is what I do but mm-hmm. I love you even mentioned sacrifice talking right. about you know it's not just I've got a job and I'm going to be comfortable or whatever that may look like you yeah. know you've got this passion you've got this mindset and you're pushing forward to kind of make it happen in any which way so with regards to finance did you go down and and again feel free to you know leave out any parts that are too sensitive but did you start to look at you know outside of sponsorship things like other investments from people or uh you know how did you actually fund the award show to begin with because I can't imagine that's a cheap affair year one doing it on a small scale you know how does one with such a big vision start with finance yeah I think because it was me and my friend who started it before Obviously, it's less of a risk because everything's going down 50-50, split yeah, 50-50. Yeah. So it was kind of fine. I, I, I will say this because I've always said it before. When we first started, I remember um, it was, I think it was something like £500 for the for the venue. And probably then we wasn't making that much money. And I was like, 500 It, it felt like a lot then, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Um, thankfully, my mum actually called me. And she was like, you know what? I see your passion, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this money, and you just give it back when you can. And I was like, wow. it was like, thank God, because she saw me. Stress- I was literally stressing because me and my friend had actually put made a social media, put out there that we're having an award show in November, and didn't even have any money, like yeah. literally. And people were like, yeah, I can't wait for this award show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we've put this out there. We haven't got the money. So, you know, thankfully, my mum saw my dream and, you know, and gave me money for that. But also as well, it's just trying to sell tickets as well. So we rely on ticket sales, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. ticket sales as well. Um, but I have it to be quite fair. I've tried to do um, like grants, basically, before, you know, apply for grants. And those applications can be so long. And then when they turn around and tell you no, um, oh, it's just like, you just almost want to give up, if that makes sense, because it's the application yeah, forms on some of them are so, so long. And, you know, I haven't got the experience of filling out an application form. It's just learning as I go. 
um, and just doing a few, you know, researches. So, yeah, I've never had any grant or anything like that. It's just um, sponsorships. And one of one of the main sponsorships who sponsored us every every year because they see the passion is Brown Eagles. Um, mm. And they're a Caribbean restaurant company um, in the UK. And they sponsor us, um, every, well, every year they've been sponsoring us and they attend the award show and they love it. So, yeah, but it will be good to obviously, you know, get some some big investors and and progress the award show bigger and better than what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'm just so impressed by, you know, even from starting to now, how you've just, like myself and obviously like with Marcia as well, we thankfully are accountable to each other and that's how we obviously you know get projects going and stuff like that but when you are doing everything solo how have you found you know a balance in maintaining like a healthy mindset and mm. and keeping yourself motivated yeah that's difficult I'm not gonna or do you actually because I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that it's you know balanced and healthy and all that kind of stuff but you know, do you find at times that it is a lonely road and, and, you know, you need help and more support for mentorship? Yeah, um, most definitely. I think um, being solo, you know, I have, I, I do have a great family, like great family around me um, that always support me, but definitely working solo can, it can be difficult because you don't have anyone to, obviously my ideas, I think they're great. <laughs> But then if I'm, you know, working with someone or have some men- mentorship, there's someone to say, you know, why didn't you do this? Or I don't think that's really that great. You know what I mean? So I eventually I would love to get a mentor. Yeah. Um, and also as well, I think just finding the balance, knowing for yourself um, your strong points and your, you know, your weakness as well. Because I think with me, I... I can put on an I can put on a great show that I love all of that, but the business side of things, I think I need to find strength in or find someone with strength that that knows more about the business if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm running the award show out of love. I can put on a great show, but then there's you know the award show can be bigger and better financially if. Mm-hmm. I have some help with, you know, someone that has more knowledge in the business side, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. Well, Marcia is a great listener. She's often my sounding board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chanel knows that. You know. <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> Chanel and I, of course, yes, for the listeners, you know, we have known, well, I've known Chanel since, you know, day one, actually. Yeah. So, um, you know, she's a, plays a massive uh part of my life um and to to have watched her you know grow from a young baby to you know a blossoming beautiful young woman who is um you know very very intelligent and you know very motivated and very very ambitious um so I'm very honored to you know to know you in that capacity um and I know that the journey hasn't been easy um but again I take my hat off to you because you know you haven't given up and I think your faith is definitely something that has played a massive, massive role um, mm-hmm. in, in in you maintaining, you know, your vision. And you have pointed out earlier on that, you know, you do have a very supportive network. And I also can vouch for that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think 
you said something um, a little bit earlier, which was how when you first started and the fact that, you know, you, you didn't have the money and, you know, thankfully your mum was able to chip in and, and help out. But what I really found interesting was that you stepped out in faith. And I think, Kai, you can probably testify that to that as well, you know, where we've both kind of journeyed along and sometimes we just don't know how it's going to happen. Um, yeah. But things just fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is definitely divine intervention. Yeah. You know, that's something beyond us. Um, and I think just knowing that we have a mission here on this earth. And yeah. quite clearly, Chanel, you have found and identified your mission yeah. in life. Um, and, yeah, I think you just need to, you know, just keep going. Um, but as you said, you've identified areas where you could maximise getting support. Yeah. Um, and I think mm-hmm. having clarity is something that will definitely help you moving forward. Um, you know, do you see that, do you see the UK Entertainment Awards expanding beyond the UK at this point? Yeah, most, yeah, I do, most definitely. I think, you know, there are um, larger platforms out there that focus on the UK, but they also have categories internationally. Um, and I definitely see it yeah, going well wild, to be, to be quite fair. I almost see, one of the, one of the award shows that I definitely look up to is BET Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I just obviously I know it's just really about music, and that's why we're so unique because you know it's not just about music; it's about the, it's about the entertain it's about entertainment. Um, but I do see it definitely expanding um, outside the UK, a hundred percent. And and I love bigger. that. Sorry, go on. No, and becoming bigger and better, definitely. Yeah, I I love that you have that as something to look up to as well, because I think, again, coming from the entertainment industry, often people kind of have this uh, maybe insecurity or fear thinking like, how would I get to this point or how do I approach these people? At any point, did you have like maybe a doubt or a fear in the back of your mind about approaching certain, you know, celebrities or artists or companies that are doing major things and saying, hey, I want to present this award or I want to nominate you. How have you sort of managed that process and gotten yourself in the door so that people take your awards platform seriously? Um, do you know what? It's, um, yeah, it has been difficult because obviously I'm not a face of the entertainment industry. So then, to be quite fair, I've, I dealt with a lot of, um, you know, when, when contacting people, it was really through social media DMs at first. Uh, emailing them, yeah. But before, when I started, I didn't actually, I didn't want anyone to know if it was a woman, if it was a man, if, if I was black, if I was white. I just wanted to stay kind of like yeah thank you anonymous. Yeah, anonymous and it was so funny because when the award actually happened and they saw it was a, a woman I think they were shocked they were like oh it <laughs> <laughs> and I loved that and I was like yeah yeah it's, it's little old me and um, like it was, I don't, to be quite fair I just can't even I think obviously the name UK Entertainment Award started to talk for itself and people 
um, people started to contact us and that was great. So, you know, celebrities started to contact us to be on Fantastic. our and see, you know, oh, this is quite a good thing. Obviously, you get people um, or celebrities that are like, mm, nah, I'll yeah. kind of thing because they just because they just feel it's not the big it's not the big platform so I know the way sometimes that we are treated if um the bigger platform had contacted them they will be like yeah we'll perform we'll do this we'll do that but then sometimes you know they, they might just say for UK Entertainment Awards that they don't you know they might not reply or they might just say they don't want to they wouldn't perform but I know if it was a big if it was a different platform they'll be up for it but at the end of the day you just got to keep on going and not think about those bigger platforms and some people from the industry I remember when we first started there was um there was a young lady I won't mention her name but she's a presenter and she's quite famous and she when we first nominated she said to us um, who are you? What 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 is this? And because she didn't want to put her name against something that she didn't know about, and I can totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So we did have to, you know, we did have to work for it. And then we started to get. There was times I think it was um what's his name? Do you know uh, Mo the comedian? I remember mm-hmm. he was nominated one time, and I thought, oh, he ain't gonna turn up because he started to be on Channel Four and you know get really big. And he turned up and, oh, my gosh, I was so happy. I was like, oh, oh that's why really- actually turned up. And we also had um, Ella May, the singer, who who um, she's now moved to the, the U.S. She sings that song yeah. in Buddha. And she came to our first award show. So before she was actually known like that, she came to our first. When I look back at the picture, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we actually had Ella May there. You don't know who you're going to have in the room. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had um, the um, the real rap man who's got a film. Oh, I can't remember what the film's called. It's such a good film. It's so bad. But um, I'll find it after. But he came to the award show and he had just been signed by Jay-Z. Wow. And he right. took out his time. He came to the award show. He won the award. And... It was just, it was just amazing. So it's just like, you know, you are going to have people that are going to be like, nah, don't want to come. And that that might put you down, but there are going to be people that are going to come. And there's going to be people that you don't even know that is going to be big. And they, and they do become big and they're part of your history. So I think it's, it's a, it just sounds like, you know, I personally haven't been, and obviously now I'm in the UAE, but from any, you know, if it was the MOBO Awards or, or anything going on, I think for creatives and artists, whether it's, you know, on the stage or behind the scenes, production, whatever, I, I think it's just a beautiful place to network. And it sounds like this is a nice hub of, you know, creative minds all getting together, you know, for a photo opportunity, for networking opportunity, for business, you know, just to kind of be part of that. Because I do think uh, there isn't as much live things happening as there used to be, sadly. And it you know a place that people like LMA could probably come to network go home do a bit of writing and just you know be inspired so well done for creating that that little community you know yeah it's definitely, it's definitely nice you know, like everyone's just dressed up and people haven't seen people for so long and people just connecting it's just such a lovely experience and obviously like the performers as well it's just yeah 
it's just such a great experience. I love dressing up as well, so. <laughs> to put on a nice frock, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you coordinate and manage a team to make this whole thing happen? I mean, even I'm just wondering how you schedule your day and, and plan everything, because from a mindset point of view, this this is a lot for one person to handle. So yeah. how do you go about that? Do you know what? It is a lot. And I think um, from experience, when having it at the um, the hotel, it was quite easier because they've got their staff to set everything up. And then obviously, you know, I've got a few friends that help out, that help out like ev- and, and family that help out every single year. So they know yeah. the drill um, on the day. But um, when we had it, we had it... Um, in a in a like a in a hall basically but it was like a wedding space but that time last year was so hard because it wasn't like the hotel where they've got the staff already to put up all the tables all the chairs so last year seriously I my hands were in so much pots like we had to put up all the chairs together and you know I'm not one of those founders that are like I'm a founder I'm not putting up a chair kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) what is this yeah what is this so you know you know I do get my hands dirty at the end of the day if I have to be the chairperson I have to be everything on the day but you know obviously there does become a cutoff point where I'm like okay it's five o'clock now makeup here needs to get done (laughs) for that red carpet um but I think it's just learning and I think you know, hopefully in the future, what I do see is just having a bigger team. Um, and obviously a bigger team does come with, you know, money, sponsorship. I, I want to I be able to, you know, pay my staff and, you know, be a proper business. And this is, this is where, you know, I feel that I need that assistance in the business side of things, you know. So, yeah, but it is, it, it's not easy. <laughs> No, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, Chanel, thank you so much for being open and, you know, sharing with us and our listeners, you know, your journey of entrepreneurship and, you know, the highs and the lows. And, you know, we wish you all the success in your future endeavours. I think it's clear to say that, you know, just based on what you've said and even from Kai and I's own personal experiences that, you know, when you have a dream um, and you know, you really believe in something that you must, you must, you must, you must pursue it. Um, you know, whatever your mind believes is something that you can conceive, right? Um, and you are, you know, a true example of that. So if um, any of our listeners would like to get in touch with you, Chanel, or would like to, you know, be, be involved in the awards, um, mm-hmm. how can they get hold of you? So they can, they can email um info at ueawards.com they can also go on our social media page instagram which is uk ent awards and they can also follow uh, my instagram which is love is all we need underscore sd um but yeah they can they can email us if they want to get involved sponsorships anything and yeah that's how they can get with me Fantastic. Well, it's been so lovely listening to your journey and just well done for pushing through and creating a platform for the entertainment industry uh, in the UK and beyond. 
if anyone would like to find myself, I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am simply Kai, and you can uh, perhaps purchase my book. I am what I say I am, which is all about finding out your strengths, your weaknesses, and focusing on how you can live your best life. That's available on Amazon and available also on my website, IamSimplyKai.com. Okay, and if you'd like to connect with myself, you can find me on Instagram at McLeod for daily inspiration. And you can also check out my blogs and what's going on in and around my world um, at my website, which is www.marciamcleod.com. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of our podcast. Please subscribe, like, share, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>